Hello, welcome to the MHG podcast. Life could be a little bit miserable, life could be a little bit dark, but we are at our 200th spectacular to bring you immense amounts of joy and so much light, you need some sunglasses on. Stu, what have you got for us for our 200th episode? Well, being very prepared, I have absolutely nothing. So that's great, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Work-life balance, just so everyone's clear. Work-life balance means that we we have got stuff that we had prepared uh, that was going to be for our 200th episode. But, but, stuff gets in the way. And our third birthday is literally six episodes away. Okay? We've got Game of the Year coming up, so we've got plenty to get through. So we're pushing what we was going to do today to episode 206. So look forward to that. Um... But yeah, just going to go over a few bits because I've not been playing anything new, you that I haven't already spoken about on the site. Um, Stu, as he said, has not been playing anything at all. We're going to ignore the wider world and I think just talk about video games this week, Stu, for a few minutes. But on the plus side, actually, before we get into games, just very, very quickly, Edith is just living her best life. I have to say that. Um, like Lucas is doing well at college and he's really loving college and everything. But Edith, she's living her absolute best life at the moment. She's enjoying her goldie training. She's uh, but uh, last night, as of recording, so on the Tuesday night, um, she managed to go and do some uh, training with the uh, Billericay Women First Team. Oh um, wow! And just absolutely loved it, um, which is just great. And I love to see opportunities like that for girls that they're able to get those those little things happen that just continue to burn that fire in their bellies. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's lovely. So, fantastic for Billericay Town. That, uh, that um, is amazing. That to happen. Yeah, God, that's yeah. incredible. Oh, so, so pleased She did it. tell them she won't be playing for them, she'll be playing for Liverpool. But still. <laughs> At least she's honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's really good, and uh, yeah, it was just absolutely boss, and yeah, smiles like I put pictures up on, on um, like my Twitter and stuff like that, and the smiles are just so genuine, and she's so happy. That's that's um, brilliant news. Um, yep. Yeah. And talking of happy, I don't know video games too. Are they are, are they happy? <laughs> they kind of are, yeah. So I've unfortunately not had a chance to play them because, yeah, work life balance. So. Literally, when people say that, it they, it can mean like when it goes through your mind, it can mean, oh, you know, yeah, they're doing a nine to five, and then they've got an extra thing to do at the end of the day, and all that makes. Oh, is that busy? Is it? But no, I've been, I've started a new job, and for the first three weeks, well, I'm doing orientation and training. I've got to be in the office every day, which is fine, except for the fact that I live in North Wales, and the office is in Cheadle, so uh, I I get up at five. I get the train at six. I'm there for just before, well, about half eight. And then I have to leave and get the train back. So it's two two hours there, two hours back. And, uh, yeah, so I get through the door. If I'm lucky and the trains aren't late, which tonight's was by 50 minutes, uh, I get through the door at half seven. So tonight it was like ten past eight. Uh, and, yeah, that's fun. So, But apart from that, going and bringing the joy, um, the job's been great. Sweet. Yeah. Best way to trade is to actually just doing the stuff. Yes. And I'm probably going to cut all that because that must have been the most boring speech. I'm just overtired. I do apologise. It's fine. It's the 200th fun spectacular. <laughs> so, 
you know. <laughs> Definitely uh, calling it that, I know. Fair enough. Well, I have been playing games because I'm a tax dodging layabout, I think. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That'll do. Uh, yeah, I'm blind and stuff, but yeah, I've been playing some games. Um, first up, one you, you mocked me last week for not talking about it. But it's because I wrote about it. I've done some writing. I'm getting back into the writing. I'm loving the writing. Um, cool. But it's, um, yeah, uh, Steam World Build, which if you know your Steam Worlds, you've got two dig games. You've got Steam World Heist and Steam World Quest. Uh, and just for record, Steam World Dig 2, Steam World Heist, Steam World Dig, uh, Steam World Quest in that order. Steam World Build goes to the top of that list because it's that damn good. It's essentially... A city builder, a colony manager type thing, base building, simulation, um, all that set in the Steam World uh, world universe, whatever you want to call it. So made up of like uh, of robots who have actual lives. Um, uh, don't ask me how reproduction works in Steam World, but it does. Um, and they like real food. They like um, all the comforts humans have. Uh, so Steam World Build is just fantastic. You go top level where you have to build a city, uh, make sure everyone's happy, they're getting all the things they need. And then you can go underground. And underground you do mining and mine resources and get all the bits you need for building further and expanding. And you then level up loads of different things and all that's there. Um, and it's just absolutely brilliant. It's got a story to help guide you along, which you can turn off once you've played it once or twice. You can turn it off straight away if you want. Um, really lovely UI. Um, nice and simple to use. Works with a controller. Uh, works with keyboard and mouse. And you can just switch between the two as you see fit, uh, which is, I think, a really underrated accessibility option uh, built into the game. Um, small text issues, uh, which I have fed back. Uh, but hopefully they do sort. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, I can use my magnification on it. It's not ideal, but it works. Uh, but yeah, I just absolutely adore this. It's, I mentioned in my review, like we've got a year where City Skylines 2 came out. And that should have been the best city builder ever made. And it's disappointed uh, because it's buggy as hell. You know, it will go on to be probably the best ever. But a spin-off game to a series that has nothing to do with... Uh, like city building is the best city builder of the year bar none. And yeah, absolutely bloody brilliant it is, Stu. Nice. I yeah. I I probably wouldn't touch you with a barge pole, but I mean it no. does sound like a like a good one. So what's the general reception of it? Are people enjoying it? So critically, it's getting eights, nines out of tens, you know, four out of five, five stars, all that kind of thing. So it's getting some really, really, really top marks. People who have played it um, are generally loving it. Um, some people are saying it's too expensive and it's too short. It's not too short. You could go through one run in a few hours, but there's multiple different runs you could do. Um, it's like you can complete any city builder in just a couple of hours if you really want to. Yeah. Um, it's not about the campaign. It's about what you do afterwards. Um, so some people are moaning, but on the whole, most people are loving it. Uh, and honestly, it's absolutely brilliant. I was one of those. When I first started playing, I was going, oh, do you know what? It'd be nice if they could do some DLC for this to expand it in some way. But do you know what? One and done. 
It's a one and done. If like release it, it's a good game, a fantastic game, in fact. Uh, definitely one of my considerations towards my game of the year list. Um, and yeah, I just can't recommend it enough, and most people can't recommend it enough. So yeah, nothing else to say really. It's just that good. Lovely. No controversy, nothing to really sort of go, oh, they could do this better. I said, apart from maybe some screen text font issues, which aren't even that bad, um, it's mainly there's a red text on a dark background, which is a pain for some keywords, um, which is a bit of a pain. But overall, you know, it's just, it's brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm playing it. Every other day at the moment because I've had loads of other stuff to play, but yeah, we played it every other day and it is wonderful. Lovely, cool. So, other than that, taking up your time and then obviously you not even bothering to mention it last week. Uh, what else have you been playing? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not letting that well, joke I, go. By the way, no, that's absolutely fine. Well, I've been to Scotland, Stu. Oh yeah, yeah. Travelled all the way to Scotland. Yeah. Not not physically, of course. Can't afford to do it physically. It's too far away. Uh, but virtually. Uh, do you know the game 80 Days? No. No? Do you know the game Heaven's Fault? Nope. I say no. 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 Uh, two absolutely brilliant choices about a story-based games from a developer called Inkle. Um, 80 Days is very well regarded. Um, it's uh, like uh, it's around the world in 80 Days, Phileas Fogg thing, but you make choices as you go. and oh, It's really, really good. I might dig it out and play it again. But this is from those developers, and basically, this is just a journey across the Scottish Highlands. Um, you you play the role of a young girl who, called Moira, who runs away from home because she's never seen the sea. Um, and that's the basically the concept of the game. She, she wants to go and see the sea, so you travel to go and see the sea. And it's like platforming. You go up and around all different like mountains and hills and stuff like that. Um, it's got some beautifully written music to it. Um, you can jump along to like rhythm sections, but you can turn them off if you want. If you're not very good at rhythm stuff, but it's like you get it's, it's just all combined with the like the background. So like you go a bit where she starts running. And the music gets faster and you get these beats where you can jump and it means you jump over a ledge at just the right time and stuff like that. You don't get punished if you don't do it properly and you, you stop and jump and whatever. But it just adds to that sort of like, like you'd see in a cartoon or a movie where they ramp up the music for that, that section of a chase or something like that. That's in there. And it's like this beautiful hand-painted world. It's, it's, it's emotional there's survival elements in it and i hate survival elements but the survival elements make sense um if you mistime something and you trip she like she might fall and get a little bit of damage um, if it rains and she gets cold she'll start getting cold and losing some minor health so you go and take cover until it stops raining and she regenerates her health it's just really well done and it's got loads and loads and loads of just standout moments to it. And the journey from start to finish has just so many emotional beats to it. You get to the end and it's just, it just, yeah, all the feel, all the feels are in there. And it looks beautiful. It plays beautiful. It sounds beautiful. It's just so engaging. I, I went into it expecting nothing. I kind of got a code for it a couple of weeks ago, but it's one I've been putting off. Just like oh, I don't even know what it's going to be. It's going to be another just platformer, and I had that with um, um, Planet of Lana. Um, now 
I said about Planet Alana that it's the journey that matters, not the gameplay. Well, Highland Song kind of puts me to shame with that because it's got that journey, but with gameplay that is much more engaging. It's not reliant on the story and the atmosphere like Planet of Lana was. And I do love Planet of Lana, but it just elevates it just so much more. Um, and, oh, yeah, I just... I, 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 I've I said it online, I've said it in my face, but it's not a spoiler. It's my game of the year. It is just that special. Um, I can't stop thinking about it. It's that damn good shit. <laughs> and the music, I say the music and everything. It's just every little thing about it is just amazing. Yeah, it seems to be getting like universal, pretty much universal acclaim, which is a, is fantastic. And uh, it, yeah, it's 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 caught my attention as well. I think I might well pick it up. I think it's also a really good argument for if you can if you can do your game of the not us, which I'll explain in a minute. But if you're a like an organisation doing games of the year and you've got to get votes in before you can count them up and then present them, I think there's a really good argument for not doing it until the next year. You know, yeah. doing it in like the Oscars. Yeah, exactly. Doing it in January or February because there's so much good stuff packed into the end of the year because of that's where they want to make their money. Now it's fine for me and you because we can we can just like turn on a dime and just go, yeah, this is going to be like my it's number about one game of the yeah. year. Yeah. But um, yeah, not the others. So no, that's really good, and it's 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 coming. Yeah, just under the wire, so I can steal for the top spot for you. That's really cool. Um, yep, yeah, and what I will say, I'm just going to read my final line quote. This is how good for me it is. On my uh, indie roundup, I just put, I say revoke Jeff Geely's 2023 Game of Walls because without a Highland Son, they're null and void. That's how good it is. Nice. It is like people say Zelda, they'll say Boulder's Gate, and they're obviously spectacularly good games. But we've seen them all before. We've seen those sort of games before. Uh, I love Boulder's Gate, but I've played what I think personally are better games this year that have engaged me more, but none more so than this. Um, I I I will die on this hill, um, say just how good this is, and that everyone absolutely everyone should be playing it. It's on Steam and it's on Switch, I believe. Um, only, I don't think it's got a like a main console release at the moment. Um, hopefully that changes so more and more people get to play it. You can pick it up for like 15 bloody quid um, and you will pay three, four times that amount for much, 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 much worse. Um, so just... <laughs> If you've got a Switch or you've got Steam, get it, stick your headphones on, lose yourself in a Highland song. I will. I will. There's only a couple of 2023 games that I still want to pick up, and they're all VR. Um, so, yeah, my list is pretty much settled now, which is uh, which is good. You've not played a Highland song But yet. I haven't played that yet. So I've got to... <laughs> but save it for next year, and then you can put it in for your game of the year next year, because we're fast and loose with our rules. <laughs> yeah, we are. It could have released this year. Could have, If it's in December, you know, it, it can count for the next year as well, if you want. Well, that's very good of so, you. Yeah. Yeah. Play it. Play it in the new year. Treat yourself. Uh, oh, no, I'm, I'm getting it soon. I'm, I'm too desperate to play it now. I <laughs> uh, hope you don't have a play it a lot of when you come back to me and where it go, Brad. It's not all that much. <laughs> yeah, probably will. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're on your own now. Oh, except I'm, no, I'm not on my own for this one. Um, but yeah, it's... Um, oh, I know it's like slightly off topic, but I got a press release today. There's a VR game coming out on MetaQuest that's basically a spiritual successor to uh, Time Crisis. Uh, I think I've probably seen it. Can you remind me what it's called? I don't know because I deleted the email because it's not out for a little while yet. And I wasn't sure. Let me just have a quick look. No, that's okay. Don't worry. I Yeah, I, I remember Maybe hearing I, about uh, it. Um, undercover. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, looks pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll be getting that. A low polygon time crisis alike. Yeah. And why not, eh? Why not? So just a bit of on, a bit of live admin. Just give me a shout near a release and I'll request it for you. Nice. Yeah, I like this there story. Go. This is good. Yeah, this is this is your hot, unspectacular content. It's staying in. I'm not even going to make Stu really edit this podcast because it's our 200th. We're tired. Not tired of recording, not tired of the podcast. Well, Stu might be, I'm not. <laughs> I, can keep, I can keep going. Right, not tired of that. Just, it's, it's the end of the year. New jobs. Shit's going down. It's cold. It's horrible. It's, I, I just want to be hands off, Stu. Do you know what is quite hands-off as a genre, as a game? What's that? I will never not do a segue. Never not. The Vampire Survivors are like. VS are like. VS lights. Whatever you want to call it. Okay, go on. Um, It sparked a genre, really, hasn't it? So I've been playing a couple, and two have really stood out for me. Um, One I wanted to play, I think Steph Sterling mentioned it, um, uh, earlier this year has been a really, really good game when slagging off some other AAA titles. It's like four quid. It's called Bone Razor Minions. And it's a vampire survivors alike where you go through and you raise minions using bones from the ground or wherever they come from. I don't know where they come from. And they go and do your bidding for you in a small arena. Mm. Um, They kill feed. You collect more bones. The more bones you collect, the more you level up. The more you level up, the more minions you can raise and upgrade and, and merge and do loads of little cool things. Get spells, relics, all the things you get in a survivors alike. You do it all in here. Um, and it's just bloody brilliant. Um, it's, you know... I think Vampire Survivors, as great as it is, and it is the GOAT, and it is one that sparked the genre um, in a Castlevania, Metroid kind of way, or a Dark Souls kind of way, it's not impregnable, but you kind of go into it, and it's like very overwhelming. There's so much lore to it now, and there's so much to learn and do that I can find it a bit overwhelming for some people. You've really got to go and spend time with it. now, half an hour with each run once you get even halfway decent with it. Whereas Boat Mason Millions and the uh, Millions, sorry, and the one I'll talk about as well in a sec, are much shorter with each run. And they do get longer, but they're generally much more shorter. Um, and I find them more accessible. But yeah, Boat Mason Millions is one of them, and it is bloody brilliant. Uh, four quid is what I love about this genre. It's so cheap as well. Um, and the other one I've been playing that's very much in that mould, that actually started me off again looking for others, is Army of Ruin, which is much more expensive at six sixty nine, uh, Much more nice, though. Nice. Obviously. Nice. Yes. Uh, and it's pretty much the same thing again. It, but this time, instead of being the much smaller arena like you get in Bone Racer Millions, Bone Razor Millions, Jesus Christ. My brain is... I'm too fast for my brain. Anyway, um, you get the Vampire Survivors style massive arenas that you're in. Massive maps and you travel long distances to get your different unlocks. Find chests. 
you get your uh, your elites that you could kill would get chests and little uh, little power ups you could find in the world, health pickups, that kind of thing. Um, but it feels much shorter in its runs again. So I put it on for the first time and completed my run. I've never done that with Vampire Survivors. It took me ages to get my first win. Went in, done it. First run, got a win. But it was on an easy level. So I was absolutely fine with that. And then done another level with more upgrades that you unlock that become permanent. You get slightly better each time as you do. And there's like five main levels or five areas. And each one has up to, I think, eight different um, ruins, they're called, that increase the difficulty but increase your reward. Um, and the goal... Pretty much is the same, everyone. And it, unlike Vampire Survivors, it looks like I can complete this one in terms of collect everything. It feels much more accessible in that way. Um, very simple to play. You get um, a one button that you can use that gives you a um, uh, like a power up that you can use on a timer. Um, so, like, you might have one that blows enemies away. <laughs> Or, or um, gives you moments of invincibility and stuff like that. You press a button to activate it, which is really nice. It adds a bit of more strategy to it and differentiates it from uh, Vampire Survivors, that little bit. But God, this is such a good genre, especially if you've got handhelds. And it's there are a lot of clones. The clones are fine, but I, I just love how this has grown. I, but no one's really gone, oh, let's do this and charge 20 quid for it. Everyone's gone, yeah, do you know what? The appeal with this is you don't do much, um, so to speak, and we'll just charge you pennies for it, essentially. And I love that. Yeah, it's it's been um, it's been a banner year for them, and <clears throat> a couple of my favourites, but you know, not necessarily top ten, but definitely top twenty, have uh, have been those VS likes. Oh yeah, because yeah. we played one earlier in the year. What was the one we oh, played? It was like a scuba diving my, type. My thing. My brain is so. Oh, fried. a space suit. I can't remember. You had a space suit on. No, I can't, I can't remember what it's called, but it, yeah, it was really good. There's gu a Gun Guardians, I think it's called. Gunsuit Guardians. Gunsuit Guardians. Yep. That, I think, that, no. I have to bring my list up. I've got a list. Yes, Gunsuit Guardians. I write these things down so I don't have to remember them, you see. Third of the price of Army of Ruin, by the way. Early access, still 249 Yeah, it's amazing. I've put. I've absolutely oh, kenned it. That was really good. Um that was why you actually had to use your right stick as well, weren't it? Yeah, like, well, you don't have to. Oh, you to. didn't have to, but you, you could. could. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Give um, me choice. I don't pay money for choice. Do it for me. <laughs> Greedland. Do you remember Greed? Not played Greedland. No, I've not got that Greedland. One. Yeah, that was great. That's nine quid, though, Stu. What are we talking about here? Come on. <laughs> I know, right? I've added that to the wish list. Um, and I was sure there's something else, but I've got it written down. But um, oh, there's been plenty, but it has been a good year for them. There's um one that I added to my wish list the other day, um, to yesterday in fact, and it was can't remember. Fair play. Can't remember what it was called, but it was another one um that was suggested that looked looked pretty pretty good. So it's it's such added. a good genre at the moment. It's just yeah, so many of them knocking it out of the park. Brilliant. Yeah, it shows how much game you could get. Like. All those games we spoke about today, and you still have money left over from a AAA game. Yeah. Yeah. Dirt cheap. <laughs> yeah. One game of the year for me, one top tier in my game of the year list, and two absolute bangers of uh, Vampire Survivors likes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, still change. 
So good. Um, for which you could go and buy something else really good. Yeah. Um, like Air Twister. Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> don't even... Don't buy don't Air Twister. Don't go there. So bad. I'm thinking we should put like a, a shit-coloured um, graphic on our, our awards, MHG awards, yeah. and just give it to Air Twister. <laughs> yeah. Poop of the year. We got a gold one for, uh, you know, our special picks. Um, blue for just, oh, you know, stuff we really think you should play. And then Air Twister, just brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm going to do it's, it. It's Don't play it. Distressingly poor is how I would describe that. <laughs> Don't use Suzuki. Oh, dear. Ugh, I know. Good Lord. Don't play it. And I saw, um, what was I thinking? There was a video I was watching the other day, and it was talking about... Um, um, mentioned uh space harrier i was talking about space harrier on right. there and i just looked at it just went yeah <laughs> we could have had space harrier in hd or something yeah and that would have been fine or you know just you could have just put that out again and it would have been fine why why did we have to do air twister well yeah i mean um, you know let me blow your mind right planet harriers like planet harriers just planet harriers uh-huh. just yeah just release planet yeah. areas because it's never been released. Um, I saw something that I, I forgot to get a picture of it. I was in Tesco's earlier um, with um, uh, with Edith and she wanted to go and look at the toy section and I saw a game. Um, do you remember the game Twister? I do. Of course you do. Well, they've got a game out and it's called Twister Air. Ah. I'm willing to bet that's better than Air Twister. <sighs> I would put good money on it. Yes. Um, so it's not for anything it doesn't mean anything I just saw it and it made me giggle I thought of you and I was going to take a photo but Edith was having autistic moments so I forgot to get the photo Um, but yeah it made me giggle and think of you (laughs) am I and I now imagine you going walking through Sainsbury's or Tesco seeing it and just filling yourself with rage oh god yeah oh absolutely every time I think of it I want to cry a little bit yeah yes um, now you wanted to keep it short show I've been going on and banging on and banging on because I thought oh, we have kept it under half hour oh, oh okay there we go there we go um, so I've got two more minutes of rambling before I need to uh, before I need to do anything <laughs> no 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 that's okay <laughs> no 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 it's fine you got loads of time yeah uh, no um, yeah I think there's nothing else I want to say um, sorry we couldn't provide you with a, a proper 200th episode shit gets in the way what are you going to do so I'll shut up now. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been one of those weeks and in a in a crazy way. So we won't keep you any longer. And oh god, I'm so tired I can't even do the outro properly. Uh what do I normally say? Tell you what, you take a break, Joe. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the MHG podcast. Find us on all the socials. We're only really on Twitter. I've never called it X. We're only on Twitter. Um, search for us on there. You can find us on Patreon. All the links are at the top of the site. Um, not on Patreon, but you can find us on Patreon if you want to give us money or Ko-Fi. Don't have to give us money. It helps us keep the lights on. I don't know why I'm going on about that. This is why Stu does the outro, by the way. This is why Stu <laughs> does the outro. What's that other thing? Discord. You can find us on Discord. Join us there. Have a chat. Find us on Twitter. Um, read stuff we've got on the site. And say Stay safe and stay safe. Nice. I like it. <laughs> You've definitely got it down better than I have, but there you go. You can have the week off. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.